the Baba Yaga has returned. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, you know? Yeah, I think I'm back. <laughs> Randos, we're also back. Hello, my friend. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Fandom at Random podcast. I'm Ed, and we've got... Brian. And we are back again with another random review. What are we talking about today, Brian? We are talking about the one and only Jean Wick. The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. Yes, John Wick 4. Yeah, and we figured it would be a good time to drop this random review. It's now come out on streaming. Hopefully, mm -hmm. if you've wanted to check this film out, you have done so already. If not, highly recommend you check it out before going any further because there will be spoilers galore. Yes, there will. And not just about John Wick 4, but we'll probably delve John Wick 1 through 3 as well. Yeah, probably. Bit. I mean, what is there to spoil? You know what I mean? It's like John Wick kills people. He uh, doesn't get out from under the table with the fucking pencil. <laughs> with the fucking somebody else kills somebody with a pencil. In yeah, this you one. knew you knew the pencil was going to come back. Yeah, play. but yeah, yeah there will does. be there will be spoilers. So we're going to be covering this film. Uh, it was directed and co-produced by Chad Stileski and written by Shea Hatton and Michael Finch. So a good team of, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that Chad Stileski got it directed and co-produced and wrote it. I believe he was also a stuntman for many years, mm. and that was a big part of what got Keanu into this series. He wanted; he's always had a a love for the people that are behind the scenes, oh, yeah. getting into the grittiness of stunt work. Yep, and it definitely shows in a lot of the action scenes in these films that uh, how they're choreographed. It's very just; it's a stuntman's dream film, of course. Yeah, so we were we were pretty pumped. Not that's kind of gets an understatement. We were very excited leading up to this film. Yes. yes. So we obviously John Wick three Parabellum. We both loved it. Mm -hmm. yep. Liked it a lot. I think John Wick two, in my opinion, I know we haven't reviewed four yet. I still think two was the weakest out of yeah. all four of them. Yep. It kind of, I don't know. It was a little bit of a lull, and then one is potentially still my favorite only because it's the most grounded oh yeah i one is always going to be my favorite like i'll say that right out of the gate right now um it was just revolutionary for action movies but yeah i'm curious to hear your thoughts and talk about this one because it's wild <laughs> so before we get into too many things here let me preface this by saying that we're going to, and we understand that these films, they're built upon suspension of disbelief. Mm -hmm. So they, they very much, they harken back to like the old school Japanese action films. Uh, we get the hero that's, you know, invincible and badass. And all that being said, like we just mentioned, John Wick, I think out of all of them, did a really good job of balancing that where it was still grounded while also being grandiose at the same time. Yeah. It's like it, it emphasized like how badass John Wick was. But it didn't get too It crazy. gets more and more. And honestly, I, as I was writing down my notes here, and you'll probably agree with me, John Wick is like the Fast and Furious of like yeah. gun fu, like action movies, where the first Fast and the Furious was very grounded in realism. You know, it just, it was a racing movie. Yeah. Uh, street racing, crawling crazy. Definitely. And now, analogy. like, the, yeah. <laughs> and now, like, Fast and Furious, like, they're going to space. And, oh, my like, God. Yeah. A bunch of spin offs, bunch of um, A plus actors. And it just gets all big, too big for its britches. Um, fortunately, John Wick is still maintaining most of its goodness. Unlike Fast and the Furious, where it shit the bed after five, really. I'll talk to me once I hit John Wick 10. Mm. But let's talk about the film. So the runtime. 
right off the yeah. bat, it's almost three hours. Um, without talking about the whole movie, too long for you? Could it have been shorter? So, I, for me, I, I love action films. Yeah. And, but keeping yourself invested in a straight-up action film for three hours, yeah. even if it's John Wick action, it was a little much for me. It was, yeah. Um, I love action scenes. I love good, good choreography, but... Uh, some of the scenes went on too long. You could definitely tell they were just flexing their choreography or set piece muscles. Yeah, and we mentioned you know? that before. I mean, that's that is their this team strength. Yeah. They come from that stunt person background with the choreography. So it makes sense they're going to lean into that, but mm-hmm. I mean, by 3 hours of it, like towards the end, <laughs> I'm just getting desensitized a yeah. little bit. It's like how many bullets, sharp objects, cars jumping out of buildings can John Wick die? It's kind of funny because by the time he got to the stairs, even I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, we got to do this now, too? So I guess the runtime kind of makes you feel like John Wick. You're kind of like, oh, I just want to get home and go to bed. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, whatever. It had a bunch of amazing action scenes. But on the other side of the action... Did John Wick say more than 20 words the nope. entire film? No, I, that's one thing I noticed. I I would love for a word count or watch it again and count myself because I'd say maybe 17. <laughs> it almost reminded me of the the Bourne, like the Jason Bourne reboot. Yeah. Like when it, I think it was like the fourth one when Matt Damon came back almost after a decade to reprise the character of Jason mm-hmm. Bourne. And I think in that same way, that whole film was like straight action. And I think he said like maybe 30 to 40 words in the whole film. Well, here here's one of my issues with this movie. And it's been continuously happening in the sequels, but this one was by far the worst. It just feels like an entire movie to set up spin-off potentials with the side characters. Yeah, which we're going to get so into. So we heard everything from every side character we meet. All the dialogue is them. John Wick is just the dude there to chew some bubble gum and kick some ass. Ironically, I mean, I think the side characters were way more interesting yeah. than John well, Wick in this film. I mean, Winston, sometimes. Kane, yeah. the Marquis, Koji, uh, Akira. Uh, but then you get to John and the raw like emotion, anger, like you could feel like the first film, like they really portrayed that well with like that's what grief, sold me on it. The loss of his wife, the loss of his wife, the loss of the dog, all mm-hmm. leading into extreme anger. And we joked starting the podcast, "Yeah, I think I'm back." It was so good. That's what kept you like invested and made you uh, suspend belief because it's emotional as well. And even the second one had a little bit of that, but we lost that in three for sure. And this one, I mean. Is there even really a story? It's just a continuation of three. And what what lore is there left to build? Because as now that I'm thinking back, we didn't really get much more expansion on the table and anything else. We saw all things we saw in past movies and got a new villain. Yeah, we, we saw a lot of the workings going on. And we, we got some high table goodness with the marquee. And going into, you know, it's very apparent that the high table, the elder, all this shit has been around for mm. potentially at this point thousands of years. Like we, it's almost yeah. like Illuminati type shit. I, and yeah, <laughs> and and they did get delve into that. We get into some of their, you know, they have that rule set. 
that they all have to follow. You know, no one's above the table. But we also knew all that already. We did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it didn't feel like story-wise we got anything new. And I know people love Bill Skarsgård in this. I thought he was a very bland, cliche villain for yeah. an action movie. Yeah. I, I didn't mind him too much. I mean, he had a couple. I didn't hate him. He had yeah. a couple really cool scenes. But I know what you're getting at. It was very almost classic like Bond villain. Oh, dude, there was so many Bond villains in this movie. But like bad Bond villains. Yeah. Um. I don't want to jump ahead too much. I know her killer. Yeah. Or killer, whatever they call him. Uh, the fat, the obviously martial artist in a fat body oh suit. Oh, my God. We're, <laughs> like, we're going to talk about that yeah. a little bit. Ugh. But we're talking about some of the other characters in here. I mean, one character that didn't work for me was Mr. Nobody as mm. he went by. We never found out his real name. He was the tracker, the dude with uh, the invincible dog. Yeah, <laughs> That yeah, got exactly. hit by like an SUV at like 50 miles an hour and it got right back up. Everyone can get hit by uh, trucks in this movie and like just walk away, including the dog. <laughs> My theory with this is they killed the they killed the dog, the puppy in the first film. Yeah. And after that, like, you know, they the, didn't the PETA people <laughs> were like, okay, yeah, we, nope. we can't be killed killing any more animals yeah, in these films. they didn't want to go there. So now they got, uh, they got Astro, the super dog. Mm -hmm. But it, it's just, I didn't really understand. His character to me never really progressed the story at all. Like, it was like he showed up, then he's like, you're not worth my time yet. Yep. His whole thing was he just wanted to make more money. It never really got super into, like, why he could track John so well. No. He had his little journal where he had like writings of places he thinks he's going to go. Obviously, he's done some homework, but I yeah. mean... Well, I think they're going to introduce psychics into John Wick 4.5, and he's going to... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they are going that route, though. But yeah, it was... it, And I'm going to go back to the spinoff thing. It felt strictly like, here's a new character that everyone should care about because we're going to be making a movie on him. And we don't want to reveal too much. So we can have everything for the spinoff movie. I think you're mm -hmm. right because they they definitely set him up to. He's obviously against the table now. Yeah. Yep. And I would assume his obligations to the table have been fulfilled because mm -hmm. the marquee was killed. Punched his ticket. <laughs> yeah. I, but I mean, I I I just think you could have taken you could have removed his character from the film, and that would have cut the film by about twenty more minutes. Yeah. And I think it would have been all the more concise for that. Yeah. He definitely. had some badass scenes. For but sure. I, I just, you already, let's just get into him now. So, uh, dude, uh, Donnie Yen. Yeah. Donnie, Donnie Yen is Kane. Mm -hmm. Was awesome. Yeah, that he guy, was. That guy's a legend. So, right in the beginning of the movie, one of the problems I had was the fight scenes were very, um, I can't, I don't know. There was one part where Donnie Yen actually winds up before he yes. punches somebody. And I was like, Ew. <laughs> what is that but otherwise so that's that's throwing in some of like the classic japanese yeah, i like, know i know action but, movie tropes yeah and then my other problem was his disability was a little inconsistent with how it worked in combat yeah i mean we saw in the beginning of the film the first time you actually see him fight he puts those sensors out mm -hmm. like the doorbell ringers yeah and then it's like all of a sudden he knows where they are he can shoot them. But then later in the film, he's straight up daredevil, even <laughs> yeah. without that shit. Like, he doesn't he doesn't even need any of that to see or know where everybody is. Like, like there was inconsistency. Do some echolocation or something. Like, <laughs> like you, can hear, dolphin? you can hear sounds bouncing <laughs> off. The, I mean, that'd be more believable than him fighting blind like daredevil. 
Yeah, but I. But otherwise, he his um charisma and his on screen presence is fucking great. So, yeah. You, you know who else was great, and unfortunately, we didn't get too much of him in this film, and we won't need more. Is Lance Reddick? Yeah, uh, portraying Karen. And yeah, that was sad. Yeah, it's a bummer. He died obviously in real life. Yeah, and he Goodbye, was he, old friend. He was killed off in the film, and that was uh very emotional. And I don't know if there were rewrites or something that went into the film, but. They really seem to try to pay respect to that character in the yes. film a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if they went back and maybe added some they of that. Must have. Especially with Winston at that whole like funeral type setup. Mm-hmm. You know, he wrote Friend and they yeah. did their whole little kind of thing. Yeah. It was it was nice to see, but yeah, they definitely went back, did some rewrites. So let's get into some of like the scenes in the movie in general. And I thought a lot of the action scenes were really cool. I think my favorite one was that overhead shot. With the uh, dragon's breath with rounds. the dragon breath rounds. That one was, yeah, that one was cool. It was a straight two to three minute shot <sighs> with no cuts, <sighs> with overhead. Yeah. And it was just so well choreographed. Miami style. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. It, it was just so badass. And, and that's the thing with this film. Like, don't get, don't get me wrong. There were some amazing action sequences yeah but at the same time this is one of my major issues at the same time a lot of it is like we mentioned before it's like suspension of disbelief you've got john i mean just getting i understand he's got the bulletproof suit right one headshot and he's dead (laughs) yeah and he's pegging people left and right with headshots this or that and it's like you mean to tell me out of like the hundreds of dudes that were shooting at him not only that but like the top assassins in the world that work for the table. Yeah. Like, they're on level with John Wick. Yeah. So when you have three of them with a 100, um, you know, sidekicks, it is really hard to suspend that belief that he wouldn't get nicked once or twice in the yeah. face. And I, I was kind of waiting for that to happen. I think it would have added a bit more realism. Oh, 100%. Like, even early on. If you had him have that close call, maybe get like his ear, like yeah, partially like shot. Hit me or... in the ear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much it hurts. No, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it would have been cool to see him like take like a deep flesh wound in the side of his head or yeah, something. Like he was out for a couple days, but uh, alas, we did not get that. And then the hand to hand combat, we had some very cool like the nunchuck scenes, but <laughs> yeah, but the, dude, the, the problem and I love. Keanu Reeves. I don't even know him personally, and he's one of my favorite people in the world. Unfortunately, the truth is he's too old to do his own choreography now. Maybe the shooting scenes and, you know, the gunfights and shit like that for sure, but the ju- the judo, the hand-to-hand combat, he looks really slow, and you can tell the enemies are waiting to jump into the fight. That's rather what I than- had it. He, he does that, and you know which one I'm going to... The one where he goes on his back, mm-hmm. and it's like... Yep. It's the ground, like, judo takedown. Yeah, he wraps his legs. legs, and it's just like, all right, uh, let me just count. One, two, he, three... F- oh, we got it. They <laughs> must have used that move in the film at least if seven or eight times. If I'm the choreographer, I'm like, we're using that move once and never going back to it. Yeah, again. and Sorry. If, <laughs> if they used it once, I think it would have been okay. Yeah. But by, like, the fifth time, and... It was, like you said, it was just very slow. I mean, maybe if they sped them up a little bit, but I think that's a yeah. big part of this choreography and the way they shoot it. They don't want to do that. They no. want it to feel natural. But, 
Yeah, it's feeling a little too natural at this point with John Wick. And like you said, it's he's being grouped by these assassins and other guys, and it's like everyone's waiting their turn. Yeah. And realistically, <laughs> you know, what would happen in real life is everyone's going to be like, okay, aye, 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 aye. <laughs> it's going to take them less than 10 seconds to realize, okay, most of his body is bulletproof. The, uh, Everyone aim for the head. Yeah, the amount of shots uh, uh, five assassins could get off in the time it takes him to do that role could easily end the movie in the first scene, <laughs> you know? So, I, and I know it sounds like I'm hating. It's just, it's it was glaringly obvious more than ever in this movie. Yeah. And that's not to say, like, all all of his combat scenes weren't terrible. No, no. When, he, when it's, like, quick, just hand-to-hand stuff, I think he's still okay. Yeah. But it's any of like the body movement, and let's say yeah. he is—he's pushing sixty. Yeah, he's an older gentleman. He had the neck surgery like years ago that limits his movement anyway. And he's doing it himself, no matter what. And a top-tier actor like Keanu Reeves—they have to take care of him, so they need to make sure he doesn't get hurt during these scenes, and he needs to make sure too. So you can just tell they're being really careful; they're not trying to push it too far. But yeah, when he's standing up and shit. It it still came off pretty good. Yep, yep. And yeah. I mean, and then the polar opposite of that, Donnie Yen looked very fluid to me oh, for yeah. his age. Oh, yeah. And I mean, he, he is a professional martial artist. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's what he's been doing, you know, a lot of his life. Yeah. But I mean, his, besides the whole crazy wind-up thing, <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a lot of his, it was great. And I love how, you know, he's playing a blind guy. And that must be so difficult for him. You know, being a martial artist, this or that, because you notice, like, when he's attacking or when he's interacting, this or that, his head never really moves or focuses yeah. on the target. Yeah, and that that's going to be such he's a tough just thing. Like, to... Got a tilt to his head. Just, it's almost like he's pointing his ears rather than his eyes. Yeah, which was good. You yeah, know, it and, made it seem a little more realistic. And you know, we he luckily he had a little bit advanced training on that from Rogue One. Yeah, when he played the blind quasi Jedi. I, I am one with the Force. Yes, the, the Force, force is, is one, one with me. me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he was a highlight in the movie. Even Mister Nobody, his combat scenes were fast. Fast, tight, quick, and it felt good. Even yeah, though his and he, character didn't and he feel was, good. He was also brutal. Yeah. But like he's got that, I, that I don't fucking, know what. Uh, it, I think it wasn't it was a, a Reming- shoddy, but. I think it was like a modern Remington 22 or something. I mean, not 22. Uh, anyway, yeah, the lever. The f- yeah. Um, what are they called? His action scenes part. were fine. Yeah. It, it was more the, the dialogue and how they used him. I just had more of an issue with. Yeah. But, and then, I th- like I said, really bad Bond villains, like the fat dude, w- let's talk about really kind of got let's, to me. Let's talk about that scene right now. So, mm. one of, to me, probably the most egregious scene in this entire film is this nightclub scene. Yes. I mean, so not even because of just the fat guy. It was everything. <laughs> Where this is when John realizes that. If he can get his, what is it, ticket back? Yeah. Or repunch or whatever the uh, fuck they call uh, it. Yeah, get back. Get his family back. Yeah, yeah. so he goes back and he's got to get the that. He's got to get the emblem on his arm mm-hmm. to get back in. So then he can set up an official duel with the marquee. Yes. So how does he do this? He has to go and kill this guy at the nightclub whose name is uh, Killer. Killer. Killer Harkin. Oh, my God. He's like the head of this crime syndicate. Even the and name they, is They terrible. made him like the, almost like the classic, like, he looked don't like, be mo- like Russian mobster. Yeah, and he looked like fat 
Jaws from James Bond. Yeah, with they, the they, teeth and everything. Like they were one hundred percent like going for that with the teeth. Instantly, when I saw him, in my mind, the I'm stupid like, stupid haircut. Oh, they put. They didn't use a real fat guy because watch, he's gonna have crazy martial arts moves. And he did. Just wait for it, and he did. It was so obvious when I saw him, and he didn't even do anything yet. And then what? the card game that they played was just dumb too. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's the whole <clears throat> stupid ass card game that leads into the fight. But yeah, to me, actually, I <laughs> this was actually one of the more comical parts of the movie, though, only because it was so mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you get this whole this guy like running out, and he's like this big dude. He's like, "You shot me in the ass!" <laughs> yeah, and then he's like high kicking. It was and like, like doing all and like roundhouse kicks. And I'm like. What is this? Yeah, it. If I don't, I I don't know how they watched that scene or even planned that scene. Was like this definitely fits in a John Wick movie. <laughs> and it, while everyone is fighting and shooting and killing, we have the fucking EDM dancers going. Unt, 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 unt. Not even, <laughs> not even registering. Not a that single people flinch. are getting killed and yeah. right around them. It was so stupid. It was unreal. I'm like, am I? Dr- Am I missing something here? Like, are they on drugs that that control them? What's going on here? Are they not allowed to move unless the boss moves? Like, I thought I had missed a key part of dialogue that made it so they couldn't move in the gunfight. (laughs) Well, it was bad, too. Like, if you go back and look, like, most of them, they're not even acknowledging. No. Or turning while they're dancing when, like, they've got, like, firearms and like other shit like and everyone's still just yep i'm like what the and the dancing was bad too like really bad but i didn't get it i didn't understand it until the end when we see john wick walking out of the club then all of a sudden everybody's running and flailing and like screaming i'm like really we've had a 20 minute action scene going on before this like yeah it it was it was a very poor choice and i understand I understand why they wanted to film it that way because I think it made it feel a bit more like claustrophobic and when you had all these people around the fight going on yeah. and like shit going on in the background, but you should have made people trying to shuffle out and panic right. during all that and not just not even acknowledge it. It was it was really poorly done and that's why I wanted to spend time talking about it and I'm glad you brought it up too mm. because to me it was the worst part of the film. I could have literally gone without that scene completely. Just I know in the story they needed it, but they could have cut it out and I would have never missed it. <laughs> so another legend I want to mention too, we're going to kind of step back in the film a little bit, but uh, I believe it's Hiroyuki Sanada. Is yeah. He say his name, but he played Koji, Very who good. was the uh, the continental manager of Osaka, Japan. Yep. And he, he played. Dude's awesome. He played Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It, Get over here. Every, everything this guy in is just great yeah he's, he's great, great really actor. good like he um he's very like low-key monotone actor but that fits with every part he plays and he's just there for your fucking badass moments i love it yeah and he can play like endearing really well like yeah. with his daughter mm-hmm. but he has a it's a quiet like i don't want to call it charisma what but else like was he just in bullet train with brad pitt yeah he was an in inception um yeah he's really good yeah, he's been in a bunch of terrific films. It was good to see him. Honestly, that was one of my favorite scenes, the scene in Japan. Yeah, yeah. and then you had the very cool, it was like the one-verse-one samurai showdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and 
uh oh my god what's his name kane oh yeah yeah yep and then obviously he gets killed and then this is how they tie in koji's daughter akira yep which i mean like you mentioned it's there's gonna be a spinoff of course with her yeah i mean there was so jumping she ahead to the end too. yeah she's a badass and the cut scene at the end after the credits is her pulling a knife out after Kane goes to see his daughter yes. and it looks like she's about to kill him, but really they're not going to kill him. So yeah. <laughs> or maybe she does. And yeah, she looked like something from resident evil with that leather get up too. So <laughs> don't get me wrong. I didn't mind how it looked. I didn't mind. Didn't say that, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of cool how they tie in a lot of, cause obviously Keanu has his Asian roots and they, they really do like to uh, tie in that Chinese and Japanese culture yeah. uh, whenever they can. And I thought that was really cool and well done. Mm-hmm. So another general overall theme of this film that I had. And and I don't want everyone's listening right now thinking we're like completely destroying this film. <laughs> yeah. Just listen all the way to the end till we get to our review scores. Because it's, it's still a John it's Wick like, movie. It's still a John Wick movie. And we understand that. You know, suspension disbelief, like things are whatever, but yeah, you know, just listen all the way to the end for what we have to say, but right. we're not shitting on it the whole time. No. But I wanted to see me personally after Parabellum and you have John setting up to go after, I thought he was going to go after the entire <clears throat> high table. See, that would have been better for me, like him not hunting j- one by one. Yes. Yeah. And not just kind of pussyfooting around with this marquee no. figure. No. Nope. I think a much better kind of wrap up and storyline would have been like you have whatever it is, like five, six, seven high table members yeah, and spend a lot of the movie, him traversing all around the world, yeah, going after and taking out almost hitman style, each one of the, the high table members. He is after all a hitman, an assassin. So yeah, that's really what I would have liked to see a little more of too. Because, I mean, he eliminated the Marquis and, and the the other guy uh, that works for the high table Yeah, uh, even mentioned to him, like, you know, we've had many Marquis before you, we'll have many after you. So, so even though he they officially didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I know he dies thinking he accomplished something, but, and we're kind of skipping ahead to the end of the film. We'll yeah, talk John about, does die, die, parentheses, yeah, air, air quotes, we're yeah. throwing up here if you're uh, listening, but. Yeah, I had a little bit of an issue with that. How'd you feel about the final showdown between Kane and John? So it was cool. Um, I guess we got enough like heavy, fast action, hand-to-hand combat scenes. So seeing just a duel was cool. I guess it yeah, was. Yeah, I, I I liked it. Yeah, it I wasn't anything insane. Down. I like. I saw the when he didn't shoot the last time. I knew. He still had the gun, still had the bullet, and knew he was going to hit the marquee once he came up. But otherwise, it was pretty cool to level it out, slow it down, and uh, take a break from like the just run-of-the-mill action scenes we do see in John Wick. So. Yeah, I agree 100%. I thought the the ending, the way they did that sequence, I thought it was very well done. Yeah. Having Kane come in and kind of help him again. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, walking their way. I liked, too, when he stabbed him in the hand. <laughs> yeah. And then you He's have like, Mr. Even. Mr. Nobody and Winston sitting there. Nobody's having a beer with his dog. And it was cool. It, it, yeah, it was cool. But Marquis, as a villain himself, I, we've talk, we talked about it. I didn't 
love him, didn't hate him. It was just like, okay, he's there. So it was good to see him die. <laughs> yeah, and he was he was more again the the villain that sits on the sidelines and lets yeah. everybody else do the dirty work, which you know, they can be done well, and I still didn't have maybe as much of an issue with him as you did. Yeah. But and it's always more fun when you have a villain that wants to personally get his hands dirty. Yeah. And like I, we didn't get enough villain. At yeah. Least. We didn't get enough of that. Let him use like, I don't know, a yo-yo or <laughs> like a bladed yo-yo. <laughs> Is this kill Bill? I mean, dude, we're going fucking crazy with villains these days. Why not? Right? No, uh-huh. but yeah, he could have used a little bit more personality. So, so Brian. Yes, Ed. How did John die from a gut shot? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, first me, of all... Before you answer, just to remind you, so he was peppered by bullets the whole film. Mm-hmm. He was hit by cars at high speed. Yep. He jumped from multiple story buildings, <laughs> fell down multiple stories of stairs. He was stabbed. He was he was hit. He was the, the entire goddamn film. And then he gets a gut shot, which traditionally gut shots take a while to kill you anyway. Yes. Yeah. So I was going to say. kneels over and just dies. Gut shots take forever. And not only that, this brings up a thing for me. Did he look beat up at the end of the movie? I'm trying to remember. Like, you would think he would have, like, bruises everywhere, right? I think he had, like, one cut. (laughs) Yeah. There were cuts here and there, not really bruises. But, yeah, they got to make him look more beat up in the next one. But here's my answer to this. Um... He didn't die, obviously. They've already confirmed another John Wick. There's no reason to believe that he is actually dead. So so they never show the body. Nope. And they have the whole thing with Winston at the very end yeah. with, uh, with King, played and by Morpheus. Morpheus. And then they have John's dog sitting there. When he says something about, is he in heaven or hell, the dog looks over, just completely away, almost like he's looking at someone or something. It just reeked of he's somewhere far away, you know? Yeah, and, and that was my whole thing. Like, Winston obviously owes John everything at this point. Yeah, he, got he bought him those new fucking dentures. Did you see those things, <laughs> yeah. dude? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Chicklets on that guy. <laughs> Speaking of Jaws. Oh, Christ. Yeah, that was so distracting every time I saw him. We we kind of skipped over him. I do like Winston's character. Though. I do, too, but he was a little insufferable in this one. I still love him, but he was a little much. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, he does owe him a lot. So it's not crazy. To, he got his club, uh, his hotel back, everything. It's not crazy to think that he helped John fake his death. But why did John have to fake his death if exactly. the high table, he heard it right there. They were done with them. He, unless unless he truly believes, like maybe he looked at Kane. Yeah. And they told Kane that he was done. Yeah. And then they wrapped him back in. Pretty much. Yeah. You're but, never going to be out. But John doesn't really have that leverage over him anymore. Not anymore. I mean, he does have another dog. <laughs> that would <Yeah>. suck <laughs> yeah but uh i mean dude you're not gonna kill john wick until the franchise is over and it's far from over <laughs> see i think i i think the movie the reviews and i think it sold oh and did God, too yeah. well mm-hmm. in the box office like because if you look at the reviews even on rotten tomatoes now i think it's still sitting in what the 90s yeah people are saying this is the best one ever i mean i again we'll get to the scores at the end i'm not understanding that but we'll talk about it mm. Yeah, yeah, and, and again, Randos, it may sound like we've been shitting on the film the whole time, but this is what we try to do. We try to nitpick. So let's what? just, yeah, let's say some, Let's just say this. The action scenes, while long and a little uh, over-choreographed, were still badass. 
John Wick is still a badass. The char- most of the characters were at least fun to watch. And it, in the end, it's a John Wick film. So I liked, I, a, I liked a lot of the side characters in this film. I enjoy it. It, like there's a base level of enjoyment for a John Wick film that will never go away. Locations were awesome, like the yeah. scenes, the settings, jumping all around. Yeah, everything so looked great. There was a lot to like about it, but yeah, we are nitpicking it too. All right, so obviously you mentioned the end credits scene. We're getting uh, Akira showing up mm-hmm. versus Kane. There, she's going to get a spinoff later this year. We're getting the Continental. Yeah. Which is a show coming out based on, I believe, is it Winston's early life? I think so, I yeah. I think it's him and Which then an early Caron. Now we're not going to have Caron, yeah. Not Well, I mean, th- this is going back. I'm Again, I'm it saying depends early, on how so far they're going to recast Yeah, him. yeah, okay. I think this is when he, like, first either opens a Continental or becomes, like, the, I think the I'm manager. The, yeah, I think I'm the only one here that's going to say I don't need that show. I, I think it'll be just more John Wick. Whereas the other spinoff. So that, then next year we get Ballerina. So 2024. That one could be very unique, interesting, and cool so, from the John Wick franchise. Yeah, so it's going to star Anna de Armas. And, I mean, yeah, let's face it. If you put Anna de Armas in a film, yeah. I will find a way <laughs> to watch it 130 <laughs> times uh, in my life. So, yeah. yeah. So... It's going to be a spin spin off of I believe it was in John Wick two. two. He no, went, was th- it two or three? Three. I think he went to the ballerina studio. Yeah, it was like the academy, and they're all like that's when he gets his uh, ticket ripped. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're doing all that shit, and and they they as well are assassins that ha- are being trained or have been trained. Yeah. So and seeing the- like ballerinas and shit fight and. Having it be a little different from John Wick, I think will be awesome. Yeah. 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 I think different, but still grounded Mm -hmm. in that universe. Yeah. And they've definitely set up like a unique type of... It's unique. I don't agree with all of it. Some of the weird shit too in that film. Yeah. Where like they have that whole network of like those women that look like they're from like the... (laughs) Like the fifties, like a diner. Chicks. Yeah, it's like grease or whatever, yeah. and like they're all tatted up. And it's, it's like the pink ladies, and they're on the radio, yeah, like an like, old radio. Hey, yeah, yeah. We hey, got, you cool cats, cool cats. We got Mister Wick running his tail through the streets. Get his blue suede shoes because he's on the move. Now go yeah. ahead and kill him. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, we, we're going a little much now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it. it it's. I'll put it this way. It's flavorful. Mm-hmm. They di- they didn't keep it boring. They added their own kind of spin and flavor to it, which it it, it may not hit for everybody, right. but at least they tried. At least they tried. Yeah. So that about sums up all. Is there anything else about the film you want to say before we get into review scores or anything else at all? Um, Did we skip anything? Or I think we really covered most of like what should be talked about. Runtime could have been shorter. Um CGI at times was a little rough, huh? Or was it was that so, my version of the movie I was no, watching? No, uh, if and Randos, if you're if you've seen the film or if you watched it again, one like Brian just mentioned, when he first fires off the dragon rounds mm-hmm. and and there's fire on the guys, go yeah. back and watch. Yeah, it looks bad. Yeah, it's not it's great. <laughs> super, it's super fake. And like when they're on the ground and there's like flames coming up. Yeah. Like it's like it's bad. It's like <laughs> MS Paint like graphics <laughs> yeah. coming. I'm like why? Why are you and, doing this? And then the fight in the square with all the cars. 
I noticed a few bad, like the dog w- yeah. immediately turned CGI one time. He gets hit by the car and he's just barking. I'm like, that's a dog from a video game. That's not the same dog, <laughs> you know? But yeah, all right. Other than that, no, I think we've nitpicked enough on John Wick. All right. Don't want him to come back and kick our asses. So you don't, you don't want to nitpick the wick anymore? No, I don't want to. Good one. No, I don't want to nitpick the wick. All right. Let's, let's get into our random review scores here. Mm-hmm. Who's going first? You can go first because I think some, some people are going to be surprised by mine. All right. So we review things here. Randos, if this is your first time in, welcome. Uh, on a zero out of 10, zero being the worst. Yep. 10 being a masterpiece. The best. So... Going back, I would probably give the original John Wick a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. It built the universe, thought it was yep. great. Uh-huh. I'd probably give John Wick 2, honestly, probably like a 7.5. Uh, I thought it was much weaker. It took a step back, but still pretty good. Uh, I'd prob- I think I'd go 7 on 2. Okay. Mm-hmm. Parabellum, I actually liked a lot. I mm-hmm. thought that was a return to form. Yeah. Very good. I mean, that's at minimum a 9 for me. Yeah. And this film... I'm probably going to put it at only because I had so much hype going into it and everybody was saying how amazing it was. And I, I think I was a little bit let down when I finally yeah. sat down to watch it. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.5 though. I, I, and that's still a high score. I still really enjoyed it. I like this universe. I love the character of John Wick, what Keanu did with it. And I think some of the supporting cast really helped pull this film up for me yeah um we were a little nitpicky on some of the things we said but i i still think an 8.5 it's a fair score for me yeah definitely i mean you said most of what i would say i agree one is a 10 um two i would put it a seven three i'd put it a nine and um Again, it's John Wick movie, so there is enjoyment to be had no matter what. So I didn't dislike it, but it is tied with two for the worst for me. A seven. I'm going to give it a 7.2 because it is just very slightly better than two, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, That's not like it's a ridiculously it bad isn't. score. That's right. You know, in the John Wick universe, it might seem harsh, but... I think it's low. It, I, I yeah. think it's a little low I, like, with what we got with this film because... There was a lot of good. I think I have a lot of standards with John Wick, and maybe I'm just being a little harsh. Come on, seven point (laughs) five, round it up. All right, we'll give it a seven point five, just to be fair to the John Wick. There you go. Yeah, just to make it separate it from two a little bit for the dragon round. Sure, for the dragon round scene. Yeah, again, just because it's at seven point five doesn't mean I hated it. Doesn't mean I disliked it. I still enjoyed it. You heard it here first. Brian hates Keanu Reeves. It was a two-hour movie. I think it would have even been a be- bigger score because I did feel really drawn out by the end of it. But overall, I love John Wick and I did like the movie, just not as much as the other two. Or And then tied with the third. Hi, <laughs> Randos. Well, thank you for listening to our random review of John Wick, Chapter 4. As always, you can find us on fandom at random.com. All the ways to follow, like, listen, watch. You know what to do. Get her done. So, Brian, will be back in the near future, maybe talking some Diablo 4? I hope so, yeah. yeah maybe a little uh, random reaction review on that. Fuck yeah. Oh, man, it's so good. It is. So good. <laughs> All right, Randos, we'll be back. Later. Later. <laughs>